Blog Talk Radio. Stevie B's Media Production is a part of the Shellcaster Network. The proclamation of the gospel of Jesus Christ by members of the Churches of Christ. With your host, Stevie R. Butler. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. Listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. 
Good evening, wherever you're on the world listening to this radio broadcast. Stevie B's Media Production presents What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. I'm your host this evening, Stevie R. Butler. And this radio show is being broadcast from Stevie B Media Production at the Carolina Studio in the great state of North Carolina. Ladies and gentlemen, we are just so grateful for the privilege to bring you a program where we as Christians and members of the Churches of Christ can share our faith and preach and teach the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ on a weekly basis. If you'd like to contact us while we're on the air this evening, just give us a call to the live show at 713-955-0508. Or you can go to the Blog Talk Radio website and listen to the show live there. There are over 1,700 live shows on that Blog Talk Radio website at this hour, and you will consistently find this show on pages 1 through 4 of that website. And I just want to thank Blog Talk Radio for that, and just thank God for that as well. Uh, if you have any questions or comments for any of my guest speakers or co-hosts on this broadcast, you can always send your emails to my new email address, butlersteve1009 at yahoo.com, or you can call Stevie B Media Production at the Carolina Studio at 910-491-6405. Now, again, this program is brought to you by members of the Churches of Christ, and if you need any assistance in locating a congregation in your area, please feel free to contact us. Now, folks, get out your Bibles and stay along with us here on What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. Before we go into our program for this evening, I would ask that you would bow with me in a word of prayer that we may thank God for this opportunity. Our most kind, gracious, loving Heavenly Father, the Father, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for allowing us to go through the various activities of the day and placing it on our hearts that we are on this broadcast and we are prepared now to present a portion of your holy and divine word. Father, we pray that you will be with my special guest speaker on the show this evening, Yusuf Al Ford, as he breaks unto our listeners the bread of life. We also want to thank him for the time that he spent in his proclamation of the gospel of Christ over the years. He made it known to me earlier that this is his birthday in Christ. Over 46 years, I do believe he said. What a blessing. Father, we just pray that you will bless our listeners who are tuning in to this broadcast via Blog Talk Radio as well as through social media. We pray that they may listen well, that they may consider their eternal stance before you and that their hearts may be pricked. And it will cause them to ask the question, what must I do? To be saved. Father, we thank you so much for sending your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who died such a cruel death on Calvary's cross. We recognize that without such a sacrifice, we would not have a hope of eternal life. Father, even now, we ask you to forgive us for the transgressions of our own heart. We know our flesh is weak, and we often fall short of thy will. Father, we pray that you will continue to bless us and keep us and love us all the days of our lives. And if we have been faithful until death, Father, we pray that you will save us. Well, in Christ's name, we do ask it all. Amen. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show. On the broadcast tonight, I just have one speaker on the show this evening, and that will be Yusuf Al Ford. He serves as the evangelist for the Livingstone Church of Christ there in Indianapolis, Indiana, and we are just so delighted to have him on the show this evening. So after the break, the next voice you hear will be that of my special guest speaker, Yusuf Al Ford. Enjoy the show. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. It ain't easy. No. Sometimes it gets hard down here, Lord. Sometimes it gets rough. So rough, so rough. Sometimes it gets tough for me Has anybody been lonely All by yourself Has anybody been sad Broken hearted and sad Have you even been You need to wait. 
From the Lord Radio Show. Give your attention to the proclamation of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, my special guest speaker, Yusuf Al Ford. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to our, our service tonight, our, our part, uh, podcast. Uh, thank you for tuning in. I'd like to thank Brother Steve for asking me to address uh, our listeners tonight, wherever you're listening from and hope that the things I say to you tonight will make sense and hopefully be uh, help you along the way, answer some questions perhaps, and um, give you some spiritual insight and help you uh, on down the road in your Christian life. Um, Brother Steve, an excellent producer and, and has, uh, we talked last night, graciously invited and allowed so many speakers to share their visions and their ideas on this wonderful public uh, venue. So we thank him on behalf of all, the, of all of the ministries. I live in the city of Indianapolis. Actually, I live in two cities, but I served in Indianapolis for over three decades. And I'm also part owner of a company that serves 
um, in partnership with law enforcement, soon to be the military and also education in the state of Ohio. And so I'm happy to share a lot of different things and I'm still learning and still uh, actively involved in our communities and in our business. Aside from that, um, my spiritual life is, is um, has, I have a spiritual, a great spiritual life. Um, I've been around for quite a bit, as Brother Steve said. I, I didn't realize until yesterday as I was preparing this lesson, um, or at least looking over my notes, that today is my spiritual birthday, and I was spiritually baptized on the 8th of August in 1976, and that's uh, 47 years. So I've been in this thing for quite a long time, so uh, this is my spiritual birthday today. So thank you for sharing this with me. I'm very happy um, with my spiritual upbringing. And our congregation back then was, uh, when I came into the church, a working congregation. My mentor pushed congregational outreach. And I learned at a very young age that I had a remarkable responsibility. And maybe it's, maybe I was a little ahead of my time, but considering that I'm speaking with you tonight, God had a plan for my life. And perhaps God has a plan for yours as well. I hope so. I believe that. I think God has a plan for all of us. And we may not always know what that plan is. It's not uh, always right there in our face initially, but as we get older and we grow in the church, we begin to understand what our mission is in life. And do you know or did you know that uh, every capable adult uh, person in the church has a responsibility? You have a responsibility and I have a responsibility. And I wonder if you've ever considered that idea. Now, what does that look like? Let me draw a picture for you. Every member of the church or congregation that you attend are like pieces of a, every single member. Every single member is a part of that puzzle. So in the future, if you're not one of those persons that thought you were important, be present. You know, show up, attend, and make yourself available because every single piece, every single piece of that puzzle counts and without your piece, that puzzle is uh, incomplete. Now, we have been commanded, spiritually speaking, Brother Steve told you to take out your Bibles, and that's true because we're, we're a biblical congregation. I use a lot of scriptures in my sermons, um, and we don't have a lot of time. I won't be able to share all of this information with you, but I use quite a few scriptures in my sermons, and I do that for a reason. But study along with us tonight. Hopefully, we can speak on a lot of different things, just grab your Bible. Now, the, the scriptures have commanded us as disciples in the Lord's kingdom to conduct business in, in his name. And a lot of churches are sitting still at this moment. Some have been sitting still for years. Now, and I realize, recognize that in recent years, we've been overwhelmed by this COVID-19 issue, but there are still things, works, uh, which we can conduct as we work together in the kingdom of heaven. Now, first, first things first, how many of you attend congregations where you know at least one-third of the people you, uh, of that congregation usually manage to be affairs of the church? And usually in every congregation, there's only a handful of people that do everything. And some of us may attend congregations like that. It may be only 10 of us listening to this, uh, in this podcast tonight. I don't know. I have no idea how far reaching this is and how far it's going. But, uh, you know, as we're talking about this tonight, and I'll call you family um, and church, you know, how many of you are involved in church work? How many of you would like to be involved in the church activities, involved in doing Christ activity or church activities? And I'd encourage you to talk to your leadership about getting involved. Now, let's talk about volunteerism. Uh, we're going to read tonight from the book of Corinthians. This is uh, the New Testament. Those of you who are familiar, any of the church, you 
You know your Bible, 1 Corinthians chapter 16. And I'm going to read verses 15, hopefully through 18. He says, I beseech you, brethren, you know the house of Stephanus, that it is the first fruits of Achaia, and that they have addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints, that you submit yourselves unto such, and to everyone that helpeth with us and laboreth. And I am glad of the coming of Stephanus, and of Fortunatus, and of Achaeus, Achaeus, uh, for that which was lacking on your part they have supplied, for they have refreshed my spirit in yours, Therefore, acknowledge them that are such things here. Number one is reputation. He said, you know this man. You know this man and his family. And, and let me say something, that you can't beat a good reputation. We all should have a good name and a good reputation in the church. And this family was well known by that congregation and others for their work. That takes us to 1 John chapter 3.18, where John says, My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. These people were truly Christians because they were active. They were actively involved in serving the church. They were busy in God's kingdom. And, and that's what we need to do. That's what this, this is where the scriptures are leading us. This is what the example that the scriptures are teaching us. Again, 1 Peter chapter 4.10 says, as every man hath received the gift, even so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Volunteer your gift to God's use. Whatever it is, whatever you can do, volunteer that gift to the Lord. Now, your money is important in supporting the church, but the money that you have is not the only gift that we contribute or we give. For example, in Acts chapter 20, 35, a very familiar passage to most of us, Paul, or the, the, the scripture says, ye yourselves know that these hands have ministered. This is Paul speaking to the church and to my necessity and to them that were with me. I have shown you in all good things how that so laboring you all to support the weak and to remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how that he said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. So the blessing that we give and the uh, the gift that we give back to the Lord is not only the support financially, but the use of your gift. Volunteer and give your time to the use of God's uh, ministry, Christ's ministry. Galatians chapter 6 and 10, real quick, he says, as ye have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto those of the household of God. Now, the question is, do you have your opportunity? Of course, we all have opportunity. But the question is, will you use that opportunity? That is what God is looking at. Many of us say, well, I want God to bless me. Well, God has blessed us with time. He's blessed us with life. He's blessed us with movement. He's blessed us with health. And so you need to give part of that back to God for the service of God. That's what counts. And that's what this family did. They ministered to the saints. Their ministering became an addiction. Listen to the scriptures here. Now, have you have you ever had an addiction? Some of us may have been addicted and didn't even realize it. Let's take sugar, for example. If you can't go three or four days without eating something sugary or sweet, you probably have an addiction. The same thing is true with cigarettes. If you can't go without smoking, I don't smoke, but if you can't go without smoking a cigarette or a pipe or a cigar or whatever for several days, it's probably an addiction. The same thing would be true with, with something as simple as TV. Can you go a week without watching a, a TV show? If not, it's probably an addiction. Addictions control us so that we don't even notice it. We don't sometimes even notice that we have these addictions. The difference between our addictions and the family's addiction mentioned in this story is they deliberately chose to become addicts to good works. And I might say this, that this is the only addiction that needs uh, not to be untreated. Here's, you know, here's the side effect of spiritual addictions, verse 18. Uh, verse 18, chapter 16. I'm glad he said of the coming of Stephanus. Now, when most come into our lives, we, we're trying to get 
rid of them uh, by Felicia, you know, that sort of thing. We don't want to be dealing with addicts. But in this case, Paul said, the writer said, I'm glad to see Stephanus. I'm glad to see uh, Fortunatus or Achaeacus. For that which was lacking on your part, they have supplied. That's what volunteerism is all about. So what can I do? Uh, what is the reward, we might ask? Jesus said unto them, go ye into, also into the vineyard, and whatsoever is right, I will give you, Matthew 20 and verse 4. That's what it is. Uh, what kind of work can I do? Because God is going to reward me for what I do. Well, one of the things is uh, if your church has a church building, for example, ask the leadership if you can become part of the cleaning crew. Sign up. If you're knowledgeable in the Bible, volunteer to teach a class. See, if you live in a good neighborhood, volunteer to put visitation stickers on the doors. Make sure it's safe, though. Always choose to be in a safe environment and take someone with you. Jesus said, Behold, I send you forth a sheep in the midst of wolves. There are wolves out there, Matthew chapter 10, verse 16. So be careful when you're out there working. Make sure you're having someone out there with you. In Matthew, Luke chapter 9, Jesus sent his disciples out in groups. So be careful when you're out there. So what are other labors? Visit members of the church. Uh, Matthew chapter 25 and verse 42, Jesus said, for I was hungry and you gave me no meat. I was thirsty and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger and you took me not in naked and you clothed me not and in prison and you visited me not. So volunteer to go visit the sick. Go visit a nursing home. Talk to people and visit people that can't get out and need to be encouraged. There's a lot of things that we can do. Unfortunately, I don't have enough time to share this complete lesson with you. I had a lot of information, but as Brother Steve says, uh, you know, just write in and maybe we can correspond that way. My email address is Yusuf, it's spelled Y-U-S-U-F-F-O-R-D dot uh, Y-F at gmail.com. You can send me email, and I'll try to respond to that email uh, and answer any questions you may have. Thank you for being with us tonight. I appreciate your time and look forward to maybe spending another night with you and sharing the, the good words of the gospel. God bless you all. Be safe, be well, and we love you and talk to you soon. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show. All right, you worshipers. Time to forget about all the trouble the devil's brought in our life. Give it over to God. Yeah. I want you to know right now at this time. We gotta give it praise. Let everybody worship. Come on, sing. He's worthy. Everything, everything, all the pain, 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 Troubles come, just hold the dust of the changing You might have brought some trials. You might have brought some tribulations here this morning. You might be a little weary, but I came to tell you. Come on, Trump, you know. Oh, 
it's time to worship. Come on, let's worship him. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show. This is a program reminder. Stevie B Media Production presents. We're airing live shows here on Blog Talk Radio. Telephone number to the live show is 713-955-0508. And the website is www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash gospel light radio show. On Tuesday evening, I'm hosting live shows. What a Word from the Lord radio show. And the second, third, and fourth Tuesday of the month, I'll be hosting these shows. On the second Tuesday of the month, the show will air from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We have a guest speaker from the Brotherhood of the Church of Christ who will be making their proclamation of the gospel of Christ. And also during that show, we have the Community Corner segment. That segment is designed for small business owners and entrepreneurs. We have products and services for our community. We also have four co-hosts on that show, Lou Gilbert. He's the evangelist for the Overwood Park Church of Christ in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Isa Mullins, he serves with the Church of Christ in Cary, North Carolina. And the third Tuesday of the month, that show will air from 7 p.m. at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And my co-host, Dr. Entherica Lane, she's a board-certified obstetrician and gynecologist. She serves with the Great Road Church of Christ in Cincinnati, Ohio. And she'll be hosting her show, Conversations with Dr. Lane. And then on the fourth Tuesday of the month, that show will air at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And my co-host, uh, Kelly Fletcher, she serves with the Livingstone Church of Christ in Indianapolis, Indiana. And she'll be hosting her show, The Kelly Fletcher Show. Then on Thursday evening, each week from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, I'll be hosting a live show, The Gospel Light Radio Show. And that show will air from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And there are seven co-hosts on that show, Clay Phillips, Dr. Frank Washington, Steve Porter, Robert Lee Johnson, Glenn McMillian, Courtney Brothers, and Brian Christian Coleman. And on this show, my co-host will be presenting lessons from the Word of God. And each week, I have two co-hosts on the air with me. I'm also taking a question from my social media platform on Facebook called Shout It Out. I'll be posing to one of my co-hosts on that live show as well. Then on Friday night, I'll be hosting a live show, Stevie B. Acapella Gospel Music Blast. And this radio show is the 2022 recipient for the NACAMA National Academy of Christian Acapella Music Artists Award for Outstanding Achievement and Record or Radio. This show will air from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. And on this, show, on this show, I'm playing some of the world's greatest acapella gospel music artists, Sweet Sounds of Voices. And we're also interviewing artists, producers, comedians, and we're debuting new music and featuring old music as well. And every third Friday of the month, I have my top 20 countdown show. And we also have on-demand episodes where we get your favorite podcast from, from the various musical platforms you can use, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Apple iTunes, YouTube, just to name a few. And we also have recorded version shows. These shows were album debuts mostly. And I use the same playlist I use on the live show here on Blog Talk Radio. And these shows can only be heard on iHeartRadio, Deezer, and also on Amazon Music. Just search for Stevie B recorded version shows. And we also want to thank all of our sponsors who are sponsoring these radio shows. If you'd like to become a sponsor, just contact my sponsorship manager, Michelle Marco from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Her telephone number is 954-687-4705. The three E's of Stevie B Media Production, it is the objective of this broadcast. We want to educate, we want to edify, we want to encourage you in the study of God's Word. And that will conclude our program announcements. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. No. 
What a word from the Lord radio show. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a special treat for you. We will have part two of uh, Yusuf Al Ford's lesson. (laughs) Take it away, brother. Give your attention to the proclamation of the gospel of Jesus Christ. My special guest speaker, Yusuf Al Ford. You're live, brother. Are you there, you sir? Okay, I'm sorry. Good noon again, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'd like to thank you again for allowing me to speak to you this afternoon and share with you some words that could help strengthen you in the gospel. I hope that you're, you're having a good uh, evening. Uh, we left all the, uh, earlier in the Gospel of Matthew uh, where Jesus was talking to his disciples. And one of the things that we have to be careful with as Christians is to make sure that we stay busy. This is, you know, I always encourage the congregation to find something to do. Find, be positive. Stay active, and when you're staying active, your mind is focused on uh, the work, you're growing, and you're sort of pushing out negative things. We don't want negative things in our life, and that's why the Lord, I guess, encouraged his disciples 
to stay busy. Uh, Matthew chapter 25 and verse 42 is where I left, but I will I'll refer you back to Galatians chapter 6 and verse 10 where Paul said, As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them of the household of faith. And so I always try to stay busy. I always try to do things positive. It's been a tremendous help to me. And ever since I was young in the church, I've, I shared if you're just coming in with the church and, and our guests earlier that I've been in the church for 47 years. I came into the church at 16 years old, and I'm 63 years old now. So always been busy since that time, and, and very early on I learned how to volunteer. But Steve and I were talking about how can we help the church. That's what this is. this, this segment is about. How can I help you? as a minister, as a brother in Christ, how can I help you uh, to find what it is you need to do to focus your energies and your attention and your life into in a positive way so that you can become a positive and active and forceful Christian in this life? And, and part of that is through volunteerism. So I want to encourage you, if you're looking for something to do, these are some of the things I suggested earlier. You can volunteer for example, to help the homeless. There are a lot of homeless. Everywhere you go, there are homeless people. And so one of the things we would do is we would go down on Saturday mornings and take food down there. And this speaks to Matthew chapter 25, verse 42, um, in helping those individuals, spending some time down there. Uh, I was once homeless, as a matter of fact. I don't share this with a lot of people, but when I was a young person, I was homeless. I was one of these homeless teens, and I was bouncing back from place to place. And I had a lot of, I met a lot of good people uh, in the church who helped me to become a, a better person in, in, in my struggle as a teenager in homelessness. And they showed this, uh, the love of Christ in their lives. I speak to a lot of people right now who helped me, uh, a couple of which are probably listening to this broadcast right now. And so they helped a homeless person who later became a, a young minister who became a full-time pastor who became now uh, my daughter and I and our family own a, a huge, uh, what's going to be a huge company in uh, dealing with the military, dealing with uh, law enforcement, and also education. And so we don't know how far our help goes. And I'm a prime example of how helping a homeless person can turn their life around. And so don't think that you're that there's nothing that you can do. You can do that. It speaks to Matthew chapter 25 and verse uh, 42. Another thing, what, what can I do? Take clothes to a shelter. There are always going to be needs for shelter uh, in shelters for young people, single moms who uh, have children are going to need those things. We have things sitting around in our closet. I have so many clothes I don't I can't even wear them anymore. And so. We often try to take these things to either Goodwill, Salvation Army, places like that. You can take them to the church if your church has a pantry or you have giveaways. Donate those items to the shelters because that goes on your record. God is keeping track. Uh, another thing, speaking of a pantry, we want to know what to do. How can I spend my time? How can I help the church? How can I do church work? Spend a few hours every month at a food pantry. If your church congregation has a food pantry, Volunteer to work. If it doesn't have one, in Indianapolis we have several food pantries where you can go volunteer some time to work in those pantries. Those, those actually, uh, that's a big thing. That's a big work. And, again, that's going to help you in your spiritual life. It's going to go on your spiritual records because God is keeping track of all the things that we do. That's going to be one of those things that stand before us. Another thing is we can visit nursing homes. We can read to the residents. Uh, we can get to know them. We need to teach them. Jesus said, let your light shine. Where? Everywhere, church. <laughs> Everywhere. When you go into, for example, nursing homes, a lot of those uh, residents don't have families. And so you going in there and volunteering your time once a month or once a week and just getting to know those those people in, those, in, the, re in the residents in the nursing homes just let the administration know what you're going to do. Your members of the Church of Christ were coming in, or I'm coming in to volunteer. Don't wait on anybody else because it's never going to get done. If you wait on someone else, 
that's what I love about the the uh, story about the household of Stephanus. They didn't wait to, to to get it done. They didn't ask anybody else to help them get it done. They didn't wait on anybody else to go with them to get it done. They just did it themselves, and that's why that power, that story, and those passages are so powerful. They addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints, and so this is something that you have to addict. You you do it deliberately, addicting yourself to this, and then it just becomes a habit. Then it becomes it, it's not even a thought in your mind. You just do it. Colossians chapter three verse seventeen says, "And whatsoever you do." In word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, the Lord Jesus give thanks to God and the Father by him. And so what I'm doing when I'm going into the shelter, when I'm going to feed the homeless, when I'm going to give clothes, when I'm going to help others and read to those individuals or talk to those individuals, you're doing it in the name of the Lord, and God is lifted up. This is what Jesus said, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. God gets glorified, and you get blessed with love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, and such like. It all works together. All things work together for good, right? Another aspect or question we may ask, well, Brother Yusuf, um, I know you're 63 years old. I'm not 63. I'm a teenager. <laughs> what can I do? What can I do as a young person? Well, here's an idea. If you're a young person and you are a young Christian in Christ and you're trying to figure out what can I do in terms of church work, one of the things you can do, I thought, is tutor and educate, uh, do uh, education classes, tutor other students. If you're smart, and, and let me say this, all of the all of you are brilliant. All of you are smart. I've never met a Christian that wasn't smart. I, in my lifetime, 60, 63 years, I've never met a Christian that was not brilliant. I just, I met Steve yesterday. Actually, I met him back in February, but I was so out of it because of the surgery. I don't even remember half the conversation that we had, but he's a brilliant man. He's putting his talent together to put this program together and bringing people on his program to broadcast the gospel of Christ all over the world. That's going on his record. God knows what he's doing. God is blessing him. He's using his talent to do something positive in the kingdom of God. That's what it's all about. And so if you're a teenager right now, and all teenagers that I know are brilliant, I've never met a dumb teenager, right? And if you're a young person right now, I want you to say to yourself, I don't care what other people say, I want you to say to yourself, I'm brilliant. Because God is with me. And when God is with you, you're smart. When God is with you, you are brilliant. And I'll give you an example of that in just a, mi in a minute. So what what can I do? The younger kids, if, if you're smart in math, there are always kids that are behind. Teach them. Help them in math and science and reading and basic computer skills. Help the older adults because sometimes we don't – we lack those computer skills uh, and all these different programs and the different platforms and the different media, social medias. I know a lot of older members that don't even use computers because they're just they're threatened by them. They're intimidated by them. And so you young people can get together and teach the, the younger, your younger, um, um, you know, your group, your peers, how to get forward and to move forward in these different educational classes. Now, Brother Yusuf, is that biblical? It certainly is. Daniel chapter 1, if you would turn there, <clears throat> verse 3, 4, and 17, and I'll read from this. This is the Bible. This is from the Bible. And the king spake unto Estenaz, the master of the eunuchs, that he should bring certain of the children of Israel. These are young people. And of the king's seed, and of the princes, children in whom was no blemish, but well-favored and skilled, listen to this, and skillful in all wisdom and cunning and knowledge and understanding science and such as had ability in them to stand in the king's palace and who they might teach the learning and the tongue of the Chaldeans. As for these four children, it's talking about uh, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, God gave them knowledge and skill and learning and wisdom 
and then you had understanding and all visions and dreams. Children, these were young people that God used in his kingdom. Read Daniel's story. Read the book of Daniel. He was an amazing man from the time he was a child to the time he was an old uh, old saint. And it speaks of Daniel's life. It tells of his story, his his visions and his knowledge and his promotions and his you know how he was promoted in, in the in the uh, in all of these kingdoms, the kingdom of the Medes and the Chaldeans the and the Babylonians went up the ranks because he was so smart. God put that knowledge in him. And that's what I'm talking about with the young kids. You can educate the other younger kids because you are brilliant, and I want you to say that. I don't want you to ever believe that you're not. You are, and you can do it, and that's how you can volunteer and do church work. What about the sisters? I know so many – I could spend an hour talking about how brilliant sisters are. I have so many – I have so much help from the sisters in the church and have had for the last – 30-ish years, three three decades as I've been in the ministry, could not have done it without them, cannot do it without them because they are so intricate. They are so much a part of my ministry as well as the brothers, but the sisters and the children are too. But the sisters are just just a, a, a wonderful blessing to, to be in my life. Now, if you're one of the older, older sisters, you, you may be thinking, well, what can I do? Because I get looked at, you know, people don't pay attention to me or they don't want me to be involved. Well, let's turn to the scriptures. Titus chapter 2, verse 3 and 5, I've chosen for you. This is what Paul says. The aged women, likewise, that they be in behavior as becometh holiness, not false accusers, not giving too much wine, teachers of good things, that they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their husband, their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemy. It's the older women's job. They're placed in the church to direct and to help the younger sisters, especially in this time when there are a lot of women raising children by themselves because there's not a man in the family, unfortunately, and they need a lot of help. Uh, it's, not to, it's not to stand there and beat up on them, on, on these young ladies. It's to show them an example of how they live by your example. Get them, go in there with them if they will allow you to, and teach them how to bake. Teach them how to clean. Teach them how to, how to, you know, how to manage money. Teach them how to manage their house. Allow them to, uh, to allow you to be a part of their their family, and they're in teaching them by example how to manipulate, not how to navigate through these difficult times, especially with the economy being what it is, how to make ends meet, how to, to you, you you know, older women, could, you could go in the kitchen. They didn't have much in there, but they could go in there with a, a handful of things and put together these wonderful meals. They can take a little bit of money and make, them, and make it stretch for days and days and days and days. More importantly, they can teach you how to manage in, in the mental situations giving you that mental toughness that most older women have. And these trials and tribulations are coming one after another and after another, and you have children and all these responsibilities, they have a tendency to break down, and that's where the older women can come in and say, listen, I can be a help to you. I can help relieve some of these things. I can teach you how to navigate these situations because we've been through it over and over and over and over again. Uh, very powerful in the lives of young men. Uh, young women. What about your older men? Well, that's a that's a big thing too. Um, older men have a great responsibility. What can I do in the church? Uh, along with those other things that we previously mentioned, older men are just, uh, you know, this is the concrete floor, if you will. This is, you know, this is the 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 ground upon which everything stands, and we need. Strong, dedicated, spiritually sound um, men, older men in the church to be sort of like, you know, the leaders of the tribe. Great men to teach the young men, and they can teach them a lot of wonderful things. I've chosen the scripture for you, Genesis chapter 6, verse 13. It says, And God said unto Noah, 
The end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them. And behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Make thee an ark of gopher wood. Room shalt thou make in the ark, and shalt pitch it within and without with pitch. This is the fashion uh, which you shall make of it. The length of the ark shall be 300 cubits, the breadth 50 cubits, and the height of, of it 30 cubits. The window shalt thou make in the ark, and the cubic shalt thou finish it above, and the door of the ark shalt thou set inside thereof, with lower second and third story shalt thou make it. So this is woodwork. This is woodwork. Crafts. Uh, teaching men how to work with their hands. Not only did Noah build the ark, his sons were working right alongside of it. And if, I, if I'm correct, their three wives and his wife was work, were working too. But more importantly, the older Noah was teaching his sons from a very young age, I imagine, how to work with wood. And there are reasons why God calls upon us to do certain things because we have certain abilities and certain um, understandings of, of different, the nature of different things and how they work. This is a career path for young men and young women, working with their hands in non-academic careers. And so older men who have these abilities to do mechanical projects and electric, electronic uh, or electrical projects or woodworking or plumbing and different things of that nature, you can bring those young men and those young women, women into your space and teach them how to build things. These are the people, the kids that are going to build our world. These are the kids that are going to take care of us when we get much older. So we need to put those talents that are being lost and forgotten. My mother, my grandmother and mother used to make the most wonderful biscuits in the world. They used to probably be somewhere in the area of six inches uh, in height and maybe the span of your hand. And they were the most delicious biscuits in the world. I had seven siblings, or seven of us. And none of us can make biscuits, biscuits like that because my mom didn't really put that knowledge into us, and a lot of those arts are being lost. So we can eat the young, uh, older women and older men. We need to take time and pour that knowledge into our young people. So there it is. Uh, again, thank you for allowing me to speak to you to, tonight, and I hope that something said tonight will help you uh, manage things and, and put some thoughts on your mind that will help you get busy in God's kingdom. God bless you. And I'll talk to you again. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show. Thinking about what you've done for me in my life. I just want to say what you really mean to me. You're my everything, my joy and peace. You're the reason why I sing. Lord, I don't deserve anything you give me, so I just gotta say thank you. Oh, what's nice for your love and grace, so I just gotta tell you this. Mm-hmm. I will always love you. I will never let you go. I will always. Because 
You're listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for spending a little time with us this evening in a study of God's Word. I want to thank my special guest speaker on the show tonight, uh, Yusuf Al Ford. There was a little mix up there with his time. He had more time than he thought he had. So we let him come back to finish up his lesson. So we certainly appreciate uh, him coming on the show tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my prayer that the things that are said on this broadcast tonight have been beneficial to your spiritual lives and your relationship with the Lord has been strengthened because you're not only tuned in to this radio broadcast, but you've given yourself over to a study of God's word. So until we meet again, I pray God's continued blessings upon your lives and that he bless you real, real good. You've been listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show. On behalf of my co-host, Isa Mullins, Dr. Theoretical Lane, and Lou Gilbert and Kelly Fletcher, we really do appreciate your love and support for these programs. I'm your host, Stephen R. Butler. Good night, everybody. God bless you. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show. I know, Lord, I know the Lord, He'll take care, He'll take care, take care of me. Oh, yeah, yes, He will. I know the Lord, I know the Lord, He'll take care, He'll take care, take care of me. Call on you and you step in right on time. Oh yeah. I know the Lord. Lord. He'll take care. Take care care of me. Oh yeah. Lord, I'm trying (laughs) every day (laughs) to walk in the right way. Last time, I'm 
Listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show.